Hello and welcome to WW Fit Forever. We're your hosts, Aline and Erica. Hi, and we are here today with one of our um, with one of our meeting members, Elizabeth. Elizabeth um, has been coming to our meeting for about how long now? Since March. Since oh, about a year. Yeah. And it was a few months ago. One day, um, she you know she always had these like really. Um, these priceless nuggets of things she would say and I was like oh my god we got to interview her so here we are and we finally have her hi Elizabeth hi well welcome to WW fit forever Elizabeth um, yeah we've been totally inspired by all the things you share with our meetings and when thinking about who to interview obvious choice right mm-hmm. totally so tell us about uh, when did weight become an issue for you in your life and yeah and how has that gone as far as your journey so far so for me i actually started weight watchers the first time when i was 11 so i grew up with the program which is kind of interesting i know like that happens for a lot of people but i think in some ways you can get really jaded Mm -hmm. sometimes if you've really been with it for a long time but i was lucky in that the pieces I picked up on throughout my life have always been about it really is time for me to choose how to be nice and take care of me. And so it was kind of a protective space during my parents' divorce, during, um, yeah, just transitioning and stuff and, you know, puberty, stuff like that. Like, it was a, it was a very foundational piece of my life. And so it's really interesting because I made Lifetime the first time when I was a senior in high school. So I was, you know, and that was very emotional. I did not like a lot of people who all of a sudden paid attention to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so my journey also is very coupled with this sense of other people's judgment about how I care for myself. Mm. Um, so in college, it was really funny because I'm lifetime, I'm doing it, I'm having my first relationship, stuff like that. And... Um, And then I decided to do rowing. I was a walk-on novice rower. Wow. And I was the only walk-on to get a scholarship. So I did really well. (laughs) That's very exciting. But at the same time, it made Weight Watchers really hard. This place where I normally felt my success and normally, like, like I had other outlets like church and stuff, but it's. But it was this space that felt intergenerational at a time when I'm at college and it's everybody's the same age. Yeah. Um, it was really hard to then just really not be able to stay within my points and not be able to do anything. So I ended up going above my goal weight by quite a bit um, just because I was hungry and yeah. I was gaining a lot of muscle. And um, Was that interesting to you how um, you know doing that kind of exercise actually led to a weight gain instead of a weight loss? Like were you thinking you would lose weight doing rowing or? I definitely didn't think I would lose weight okay. because... I was pretty much at the lowest of like my life. Yeah. And I felt like that's that's bottom because well not of my life. Cuz actually what had happened during high school is I had lost my period for a few months in the summer mm. when I tried to go for like the BMI weight goal. Yeah. Oh. And so I had actually worked with my doctor already to bump it up by 10 pounds. Oh, okay. Um so I didn't think I should go lower. Yeah. So I was fine with going up. It was just I didn't have the support in Weight Watchers for somebody to talk to me and be more realistic about what my weight goal should be. Yes, with you doing sports. And I should have just shifted it. Mm -hmm. So instead, you know, I ditch it. I only did the rowing the one year because me and the head coach didn't get along. I was honestly doing it because it was beautiful and fun. It's Mm -hmm. fun to be out on the water for sunrise. 
And I think when coaches want to know how to motivate you and make you work harder, and you're just not that kind of person, <laughs> it doesn't go well. So that next year, you're going to gain a bunch of weight, have mono, like go to my sister's wedding weighing a lot. And like she had specifically said, you could look nice for photos. So that, so, so I have a lot in my life that's people commenting on how I take care of myself. Um, and so, and so this time around, I was coming back from Scotland. I had gone through a couple of miscarriages. I had done my PhD and gained a bunch of weight. Um, but I had like done jump roping and taken good care of myself during my masters and gotten down just on my own. Cause in Scotland, like every time I've done Weight Watchers, my mom has paid for it. I can't afford it on my own. And so, and so in Scotland, I got to learn a lot more about what do I do if it's just me? Mm-hmm. And so, so to do that, I track, like I actually, even without points, if I'm just writing down what I'm eating yeah. and then oh, I yeah. intentionally exercise, I will lose weight. Yeah, of course. Yep. No, yep. writing down what you're eating, I think, is one of the key components. I mean, that's why tracking, I think, is so important to us. Yeah. So Scotland, okay, yeah. you got back down, just yeah. eating healthy and exercising. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I didn't even have a scale at the time. I was just measuring my waist and Amazing. my arm. Like, I was, Amazing. I was just using a tape measure. So, like, so I know that it's this strange dynamic journey with my body. I know a lot of it, and a lot of it actually is my relationship with my husband. Like, mm-hmm. is he coping well, and how does that affect how I cope? Uh-huh. Um, so we, so we have some of that negotiation and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, and and so this time around, it was like I am. It's I. I was back home. I got to make my mom and my brother join with me. Like, mm-hmm. like there was a lot of momentum, and so I'm. I'm a little bit more than halfway to my goal weight that okay. I've and I've set one with my doctor already That's because great. I also know like I want to build in that space because for me it's not I want to play with 10 pounds for the rest of my life and I think 10 pounds is fine to play with versus the 50 I normally oh, play yeah, with. Oh yeah, 50. So 10 pounds is fine to play with. I think yeah. that really relates. I'm just thinking about our topic today about the perfectionistic attitude and that's something I've struggled with is an all-or-nothing mentality. Either I'm doing really well or I'm not. And trying to find that middle ground of balance, I think, is hard for us. Yeah. Yeah. One thing my grandma said to me a long time ago was when you're punishing somebody else, I think she was talking about, like, child-rearing. Like, if you're punishing mm-hmm. the child, make sure you don't punish yourself. Mm. And so, in some ways, I use that with Weight Watchers, right? Yeah. If I have a bad behavior I don't like that I'm doing, I shouldn't actually stop going on connect I shouldn't stop going to my Weight Watchers meeting I shouldn't actually punish myself and the resources that make it get better mm-hmm. I should just see if I can replace it or do do something different that's yeah. not punishing me I think we tend to isolate when we are not doing right yeah. the right thing we tend to hide I yep. mean it's even biblical like go back to original <laughs> sin you know what did Adam and Eve do they yeah. hid from God like so it's kind of like it's it's natural and then but that's where you get into that deep dark space where you're totally out of control and right. you just the only way you can soothe yourself is right like totally right. so elizabeth how do you reach out for help in those times where you're you're losing your habits you know and you're kind of spiraling down like what helps you to get back on track um my my like get back on track time isn't like ideal mm-hmm. i know i know that like more successful people in quotes but um 
are like are the people who can really get back on track that next meal. Yeah. I'm still more of like a week kind of person. Right. Yeah. But but I do tend to find that like actually just looking at the new posts uh-huh. and responding to a few can help recenter. So going um, on connect. Yeah, going oh, on connect. Cool. But the other thing I've been really focused on this time to make it more livable is having like in my mind if I don't have a donut but I have homemade chocolate chip like pancakes with maple syrup even like if I have that instead of a donut I still won I still beat mm-hmm. the like bad choice mm-hmm. and every week I get my whole wheat pizza that I make myself with like regular pepperoni on it and stuff because because I'm just trying to not spiral completely out of control mm-hmm. I'm not concerned if I do Weight Watchers perfectly every week yeah it's more of if I need that comfort through food because I haven't found the thing that gives me mm-hmm. joy in a different way, yeah. like, it's okay as long as I did labor to make it happen. Yeah. So, so, like, homemade stuff, I've, I'm a lot, much more generous with myself about. Interesting. Which it's is like interesting. two steps forward and one step back is still one step forward, you know? Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. So, that's, that's, that's how I try to keep it in check. It's a good Even tip. when I'm not... Right, fully. Yeah. Fully so how has it been having your family, you know, come with you to meetings and, like, all three of you guys being together for some of the meetings? Like, has it been positive? Has it been challenging in some ways? Like, what would you say? Um, I definitely know that um, I, I think with my family, it's it's been it's been good, right? I, I appreciate that my mom comes with me and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's been really funny because I have to know how to eat in and out yeah. with my brother Alexander. Yeah. And, like, any day be able to do that. Uh-huh. So so a lot of it is at least making one meal zero points or yeah. close-ish uh-huh. makes a huge difference on, on yeah. how I'm doing. Um, and um, Well, that's the nice thing about Weight Watchers. I think, you know, you can... You can technically have everything. Modify so. anything to make yeah. it or, or make it fit into your day. That's even right. if you eat a double-double. Even in and out. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. Know, it, yeah. And especially, you know, in social type situations, like you want to be able to eat with your brother. So yeah, you're going to make it work. So Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. But, but we are all on our very different journeys. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. that's fine. Which plan are you following? I was doing blue pretty religiously, but then I got bored with my snacks, so I've switched to purple. Okay, okay interesting. Also, part of that is moving. Um, yeah. Like, I've moved to Long Beach, so what that means is I have more control over my food, so I can actually eat more points every meal yeah. than, than if I don't. But, but blue does pretty well when I feel like I've got less control over what I'm eating. Yeah. So what kind of exercise do you currently do? Or I'm the kind of person where I have to make it part of my um like commute or something uh-huh. and then i'll actually do it okay cool okay. so at the moment right we're on the third floor so i go upstairs <laughs> um i've started trying to half of the week use public transportation so i walk to the public transportation and Amazing. then walk to work i'm hoping to add more biking to that okay where because in scotland the best thing was i had an hour commute it was like an eight mile bike ride and it was the same amount of time, whether wow. I biked or whether I took the bus. So I might as well bike. Okay, so I'm just, uh, just an aside, the whole Scotland thing. So you were there studying to get your master's? I did my master's first, and then we decided to stay, and we both got, like, master's PhDs. So you and your husband were there together. Yeah. And how long were yeah. you there? 
I was there about six years, him uh-huh. about seven. Interesting. Oh, I bet wow. that was really... Ha- now, just just curious, how did the health habits of, uh, is it Scottish. Scots, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. differ from Americans? Oh. I'm just interested. Well, um, on the one hand, there is a lot more public transportation and a lot more people outside um, being active in different ways, like forced, because not as many people can afford to have cars in the city and stuff like that mm-hmm. and their public transportation is really amazing yeah um you do have issues with the weather and mild depression kind of things and yeah. so a lot more drinking and stuff like that yeah um so we had to figure some of that out yeah but um but when I, at the time i had one of my sister's old fitbits mm-hmm. and in some ways it was great but in some ways it was bad because i was the kind of person where i'd game it and I'd really only walk like crazy one day a week uh-huh. to mm-hmm. beat everyone else in challenges. I and it. Was, it. <laughs> it was really one day a week. I'll she's like it. running a marathon, and then yeah. like, but it's really bad. Yeah, steps. it's it's that. So that wasn't when it died. I was I was fine with that because I am in very odd ways like too competitive. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I have to I have to keep that in check. <laughs> Tell us about uh, your typical day in the life of Elizabeth. What do you eat? Okay. Um, like a good day is I wake up and have scrambled eggs with salsa. That kind of stuff is, is really nice. Um, for a bit, I was doing um, like these salads with beans and corn and stuff as my lunch. Mm-hmm. And then dinner would be kind of anything because I had set up my day perfectly where I could eat you whatever could eat I needed. You could eat whatever you needed. Um, sometimes, like a dessert if I'm having it and I'm not having ice cream, like this is a total win, is kind of any amount of like these dark chocolate chips with almonds. Mm-hmm. That, especially as I've worked up the ratio of almonds to chocolate chips, like that has actually been a really good substitute and can fix a week, right, that otherwise could have gone out of control. So small steps there, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Ratio to, of almonds to chocolate, yeah. Yeah, so I mean like, I started off being really like my eight chocolate chips with my eight almonds, but now I'm more of like, it's fine if it's a small handful of each. It, what matters is I didn't have a different dessert. Yeah, what matters is you didn't have like a brownie sundae. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and having known that you've, you know, measured that and it's a small handful, that kind of helps it to not spiral out of control, which is usually what happens to me when I have an off-plan dessert, then mm-hmm. I end up eating something else after that. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, she's also eating something balanced yeah. with fiber and um, protein and then just a little bit of the dark chocolate. It's yeah. not even like very yeah, nice. Good yeah. for you. Okay. And then what are your what are your what what advice would you have for like a newbie that was joining Weight Watchers for the first time? Um I something that I did this time that was very different than previous times I've done Weight Watchers is I allowed it to be more of a discovery and I went ahead and would eat the thing. And then find out how many points it was and mm. not judge myself for that. Okay. But I also made sure I wasn't eating, like, particular desserts or things necessarily with other people just because they're eating it. Mm-hmm. Especially at parties. I'd try to wait till the hubbub over the thing was over. And then I'd go back and decide if I really wanted to try it. Because mm-hmm. usually there's plenty left over. It's not like yeah anything's going to run out. Um and so really making it my choice as opposed to a social obligation has made a big difference in how I'm eating. Okay. And what about for a rejoining member, someone that's been on this journey several times and has rejoined? 
I think it's important to go back and get rid of your old materials and like really review it and decide like it's okay to do this day by day instead of like judging your past successes and why didn't you just stay there and and making peace with the full journey because I know like I was really young and it was really emotional and like I've in some ways I've had some really great leadership in that and like the woman especially that helped me during high school I think if she had been there in college college could have gone very differently but but at the same time it's okay like it's life yeah. mm-hmm. I I yeah. I learned a lot and I and you can also learn so much through failure that if you can't go back and reconcile it mm-hmm. you aren't learning those lessons absolutely and I you, totally agree with that and I think that you're very wise in what you say and I feel this too is you know, for those of us who've struggled with our weight our whole lives, we're bound to have several attempts at losing weight. I mean, that's the statistics are that we probably will. And each time, it's so good to look at it with fresh eyes. Um, you know, sometimes, like even just switching between the three different plants, looking at it at fresh with fresh eyes, not being like, I know this stuff, you know really taking advantage advantage of all the educational materials and um, just getting into the zone of I'm a newbie and it doesn't matter what I've done before so yeah very wise especially because the program has improved so much yeah oh yeah, yeah. like I am so grateful for yeah. the changes that have been made but it's that you miss that if you're still judging yourself for what went wrong before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What or went thinking. wrong 20 years ago. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. which we do, which we do. So, Elizabeth, what I'm curious about is your why. And just wondering, how does that play into continuing to motivate you to, to move forward? Has it changed since you first rejoined? And, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I definitely think when I first rejoined, it was just to create some time to be nice to myself. Uh-huh. And, and now that I'm halfway, it's clearly much more about how do I structure fundamentally my life around my own joy? Mm. And, and how do I renegotiate certain relationships to make that possible? Mm. And so it's a harder conversation now like like I've made the easy changes I could make right now I have to start making the harder ones and um, because I've been playing with the same five pounds for since like November Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that right like my grandma died and a lot of stuff is going on and and so I really am fine with it yeah Um, it's more of okay so for the next real shift to happen yeah I have to I have to be able to make my life messy in ways that are productive for me and that's going to be really interesting to do that and to push boundaries a bit more on on what I need yeah more wise words from Elizabeth right right yeah seriously well thank you so much for taking the time to join us today um to all of our listeners we want you to stay safe and healthy you might hear the Beep, beep, beep in the background. We're here at Ralph's. Um, I'm going to pick up some healthy groceries in the midst of our pandemic. So we just hope everybody um, stays well. And never forget that if this is forever, what's the rush? Bye-bye. See you next time on WWF Forever.